All right, what's up, everybody? It's the ID84 Show live here from quarantine in our remote locations across the USA. As always, to the left of me, Adam DeMellet. Hello. I am ID84, and uh, it is episode 167, if you will. We have a special guest tonight, comedian Alex Jampapa will be joining us shortly, uh, and we'll find out about him, because we don't know any other thing about him. No, we don't know. So, no. Maybe he's a serial killer. Maybe he prefers mature gay porn. I don't know. We don't know anything about him. But we'll we're find, find out today and more. Hey, wasn't it last week the guy we had on? Um, God, his name escapes me real quick. Oh, David. Wasn't he busting your balls about the, uh, the, the, the light behind you? Cause he was. Because yeah, he was saying I was trying to make it like look too artsy or something. <laughs> he, he basically commented on shit we've joked about before about this, but I don't know him. So yeah. for him to just come out and try to, you know, hey, let's fuck with the co-host, dude. Maybe Why are you coming in hot and heavy? We're going to see if uh, Alex will fuck with the co-host first thing. That'll be interesting. Yeah, it was David, um, I think his name here. He's Adele. still down, though. I yeah, think he didn't realize, like I said, I think he thought he was on and had to, like, perform when you can just relax and we can have a conversation. So he, he came in hot. Yeah. So I, I was just like, whatever, you know. Yeah, we had the technical difficulties last week. Hopefully, we don't have the technical difficulties this week. I think it was uh, my my wife, Sue, was watching a lot of um, uh, On Demand. And I think it was holding my internet connection down downstairs. So I thought you were going to say mature gay porn. No. I, I thought it was going to come out. I, I... <laughs> imagine if she, that's what she was watching. Was, wow, that's interesting. So <laughs> funny, funny story, Facebook. So I have uh, 7,200 followers on Facebook for the ID84 page, which you guys are watching the show probably on right now, if not the packing. Um, but the funny thing is when I log on to live stream, it gives me a suggestion to share this show in a group. And the number one group that pops up is Kansas City Chiefs fans for life. So I share it in there every week just for the fuck of it. Maybe some people in Kansas City would enjoy the show. And yeah, if you are watching Kansas City, just to let you know I hate your quarterback. He sounds like Kermit the Frog. I think he's overrated in a flash in the pan. But that's my opinion. But opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them. They stink. True. We got Joe from Revere's watching. Joe, good news. We're opening back up the bar on Tuesday. We'll be back in business. So hopefully I'll see you Saturday, a week from Saturday. All right. We'll stop by. We'll get my uh, Hector's, you know, Hector's that's right. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I'm going to the I'm going to a casino on Saturday. What's the the casino that you go to in Maine? It's is it the uh, Hollywood Casino? Is that the one? Or, ba- you going to Bangor? Bangor, yeah. Oof. I'm going to Bangor on Saturday. That's a what's the, why? There's nothing there. Well, <laughs> we we wanted to go to a casino, but Foxwoods was about like three hundred dollars to stay there. And I'm like, ah, I really don't want to do that. And then I'm like, well, and I'm looking around. I go to like New York State, like Saratoga has a casino, but they stop. Like, it's like, there's nothing to do and there's nothing around there. So I'm like, all right, we go to Bangor. I can get a free hotel with my hotel points because there's a Marriott right across the street. So we'll stay there for free. We don't have the kid. So he, we have, he's oh. staying with the grandparents. So I'm like, worst case scenario, we stop at the New Hampshire liquor store. We get some booze. We go to the casino for a few hours. Just go back to the hotel room and watch a movie and just drink and don't have any responsibility. Like a child. Yeah. yeah, the Hollywood Casino Hollywood and Raceway. Casino. How is yeah. it? Any good? It's fine. Yeah. It's it's you know, it's like a one floor. It's it's it it has what it needs. That's it's nice. not grand. It's not yeah. massive. Does it have it, it uh, serves its purpose? Does it do table games or just slots? It has table games, yep. Oh, okay. Well there you go. 
Wait, did I see some table? I'm pretty sure I saw some table games. Did you eat at any of the restaurants in there? Because we're looking for a place to eat. I went for, and I went in the giant buffet. Yeah. I, no, I don't think there's really any restaurants. That I did not see. There is like, like one tucked to the side. I don't know where yeah. it is, though. There was like a sports bar that was in. It sucks. Everything closes at 9 o'clock, though, because of COVID now. Because uh, So we're, like, we're trying to figure out how to plan the night. So everything closes at 9, which is not too bad because we go to bed at 10 anyways. And uh, But the bar at the hotel we're staying at supposedly is open to 11. So I guess we could just mosey on over there. At the end of the night, make our way there, but you know, I forget. I I went to the slots. I just hung yeah. out with the slots. I don't play. T- I don't play. I don't gamble at all. I just like the ambiance of the casino. You know, we. How when, when did you go during COVID or before COVID? Oh, before COVID. Oh, okay. I've I'm been curious, there a few times. Yeah. Curious if you could drink. How that situation is with the booze and the casino. It's not free. I know that. Yeah, no, they know it's fucking tough. A lot of casinos on it. Unless you're like big, big ball. Even Vegas, it's tough to find a casino that's going to give you free booze. I mean, I feel like over the years that I've gone there, it's like it's getting hotter and hotter to get free booze. You know what I mean? It used to be like you sit down and they just give you a drink. You didn't even have to play. I remember sitting with Powers at a, at a table. I wasn't even playing. The lady would come over and just tip her and give her a nice tip in the beginning and make her, make her come back, you know. But then I remember going like years later and I just sat at a slot machine for like 15 minutes before someone came over and I was pretending to play. And then they brought my drink. It took like an hour for a drink to come over. That's like this big. I'm like, so I waited like an hour of not doing anything for this. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Sounds about right. If you do go to Vegas, I'm going to tell you guys a little Vegas secret here. If you're on the strip in New Vegas, go to Casino Royale. Casino Royale is located right next door to uh, Harris. On, so if you're looking at Harris, it's to the left of it. And if you go there, they usually have like $1 Michelob Ultras and like $1 like Bud Light bottles and stuff like this. So like... Your domestic like light beers are usually really, really cheap. They're either a dollar or two, which is pretty good for a bar. And you can get um vodka sodas for three bucks. Oof. That's so if you're smart, you go over there and you grab two of them, you know, one for each hand, and you just walk back over to Harris. And then you just drink your drinks in Harris while you're just moseying around. Because you can take your drinks out of the place. You know, they put them in plastic cups. You can do whatever you want. Casino Royale, check it out. I used to go to so Bang and Bills was a place, right? It was on the corner right next to the Flamingo. And they used to have, like, the thing in, like, New Orleans where you buy, like, one beer, you get three free. Yes. But, like, in New Orleans, as you buy one, you get three free. It's, like, 12 bucks for three for four beers, right? Which is still not bad. Yeah, it's still pretty good. At Bang & Bills, it was three bucks for four beers. So it was, like, something of that nature. So you'd fill a backpack up. So you have, like, one of those string bags, and you put a couple ice pads in it. So it would keep you cool anyways because it's so fucking hot there. So your body stays cool from the ice pack. And then you throw a few beers in there, and you walk around all day just cracking beers. There you go. That's the way to do it. But now Bang & Bills has been replaced with, um, I forget the name of the hotel, but whatever one the Poly D DJs is on the roof. That's what it is now. And it's very, very expensive to stay there. It is not a dive motel like it used to be. I can tell you that much. I want to go to a casino that's like the one in National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation where it's like paper, rock, scissors. Oh, you yeah. Know, guess Old the Vegas. number between one and ten. Like, I want to go to a casino like that. That was the joke because he was like down at Old Vegas, right? Remember like the, yeah. oh, the of a cause they actually have casino war that I seen at the uh so one time I went down to the old strip to like Fremont Street and I walked into a casino and they actually have casino war. It's actually a game you can play. Yeah. Which I thought was I know first thing I thought of was was Vegas Vacation. What's his name? That's so bad. What's I would love to go to one. Joey Papagino or something Papa Papa Genio or something like that. I forget. I remember the guy I uh, took a picture of him and we had the thing he put his head in and it was like for the fake ID and they printed it out. Yes. Yeah. I remember seeing that movie and uh, I seen it with my parents like on April vacation. We went to a movie 
at the old Showcase Cinema RIP. Actually, actually, this was at the old, old Showcase Cinema before the one that's ripping down now, the one prior to this. And I was like, ooh, Vegas seems so cool. I can't wait to go there. And then I went there, and now I'm addicted. Addicted, I say. Even can't though you don't gamble that much, but you I, like going there. I like the ambiance. I hate gambling. I like the idea that booze is relatively cheap when you look at certain places. And you can drink all night long, as long as you want, 24 hours a day. There is, like, plenty of stuff to do. Like, if you just want to walk around the strip at night, it's kind of cool. If there's, like, activities you could do, you could shoot machine guns, right? You can jump off the side of a building. You can go on a roller coaster. And, like, you know, you go to a sex club. You go to a strip club. You could do I have a feeling, though, the thought of all that then is awesome. But the crushing reality is already, like, I think we're getting – if we went to do it now, we couldn't because we're getting too old. I think that's what would happen. Oh, like, we'll, we'll see. We're, so our supposed Patriot road trip this year is to – Vegas to go see him play San Diego. So that's the, the last time I went to Vegas was 2017 for my, my cousin's bachelor party. So that was what it would be four years in April. Right. So well, I was, you, uh, you didn't have Henry yet. 32. You know what I mean? Like oh, kids taking, will weigh you down, you know, it's like taking the kid to Vegas. No, you're not. But I mean, at that point when you did that, you didn't have Henry yet. Sure. I mean, having kids just in general, you know, it, it's, it's, it weighs you out, you know, so we're getting older, even just a year. See, like, I, think I, feel like just, I think it's the opposite because you, you'll be away from the kid for, for, so you have your freedom. So you, you mentally – like something about something Vegas, I don't sleep. I get like an hour yeah. of sleep and I'm good. You no, know? you're right. But at our age, brain is saying yes, body is going to say no. What does cocaine say? Oh, there you go. That'll go. Fix. That, would, that would work. Well, that would body work. says no, you say go. Heart says die. <laughs> What, what, anal poppers, what are those things called? You know what they used to take back in the day? Anal poppers. <laughs> anal is, this, <laughs> is that a thing? I, I, you know, I forget the actual, it was uh, Eric would know. He probably takes them a lot of time. Anal poppers. Uh, it was big in like the Studio 54 days. Yeah, they were called poppers. Um, poppers, yeah. I don't know what they did though. Like, I don't know. I think they just gave you like a burst of energy. I'm going to look it up right now. That's what, it's, that's what I think. But uh, we'll review a popper side effects, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it prevents chest pain. Okay. That's not what I'm looking for. Poppers, effects of poppers. Okay. Yeah. It's like it makes chemical you sold in small ball brand. Yeah. It's like shit you inhale. Oh, that's not fun. I, think it's fun. I was hoping it was to be something to be like trip you out. Like a... Like a like no, it makes you like you know alert. You yeah, know, like you're on crack. Like Vegas would be an interesting experience now because they have uh, the pot shops are there now. It's like legal in like the city limits, I guess. So like you go and grab some edibles and go to a nightclub, maybe go to see Cirque du Soleil. Hi, what would that be like? Huh? Be like oh, a, like in um, what movie was that? Was that was no, it Pineapple Express? No, Knocked Up. Knocked Up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's like, dude, this room has five different chairs. <laughs> Someone had to go and pick out each of these chairs for this room. That'd be fucking awesome. I have a feeling though seeing Cirque du Soleil and mushrooms might be a bad experience. Definitely. Every time I've seen Cirque du Soleil twice. Oh really? Is it good? Yeah, I, I seen it once in uh at Suffolk Downs at the tent. I seen it once at down in uh, the South Shore had a, like a Cirque du Soleil. It was pretty good. Um, it's very entertaining to be. Did you see some? It's like a freak show. It's like a freak show circus. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of like weird things they do and everything. It's very artsy. Um, both times I seen it, I was very intoxicated. I did enjoy it. They have a couple different ones though. There's like suck this soul. Like yeah. this. 
It depends. Like I seen the soul. I think that's the one I seen that was a seven McDonald's. My my mother and sister seen the one in Vegas. It was called um it was called Love. It was all Beatles themed. Oh, cool. I would like to see the uh the Britney Spears is not doing a show anymore where she jumps off the tree, right? I think she No, she's gone from there. I, I, someone new is there. Um yeah. oh, exclusive and, Vegas show. Then Siegfried's dead. Well, Roy's dead. I think Siegfried already died. Roy and Siegfried RIP. Yes. Two gay men. And the AIDS, as you pointed out, we, you know, the AIDS didn't get them. Didn't get them. Nope. And they were and they were like forty years old, very right, right in that prime too. You know, I guess yeah. they were always together. There was a couple. Maybe they were just very like you know, um, municipal. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. Monopoly. What's what's the word when you only when you with one, one person? person? Yeah, a monogamous. Monogamous. Yes, not monopoly. But not maybe Siegfried and Roy were just you know just it's all about Siegfried and all about Roy. Not. Definitely not um, uh, Liberace, though. He was all about fun. I wonder if him and Elton John knew each other. The best story I heard about him is the inflatable penis he had. So, like, he had, like, he was, it was before Viagra, and he was having issues getting a hot on. So he had a doctor put, like, a pump. There was a penis pump, like, like a, a valve that he would pump up his penis with to use it for fun. At like his old age when he was like in his like sixties or seventies. Okay. Someone needs to explain to me how penis pumps actually work. I don't see Howard could give you an erection and keep you having an erection. Yeah, I don't know. I never used one. I, I'm curious to know. I, I really would like to know how how a penis pump could actually work in the long term. Like is it sucking all the blood to your head? It might be. I use them to store bananas in. They're okay, good to get a banana. To how does a penis pump Work. According to Austin Powers, only sweetest made penis pumps work very well. Oh my God, what I just guessed is actually right. So a penis does? pump works by using suction to draw blood into the penis. Ooh. The blood fills the blood vessels in your penis, causing them to swell to your penis gets temporarily bigger and harder. Well, how long does that last for? Exactly. I don't know, but. Can you imagine? That would be such a mood. That would suck. Imagine, like, hey, like, hold on, sweetie. Like, and she's like staring at you while you're pumping your penis. So you're blowing up a, like a, a noodle for the pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. Someone hooks an air compressor to it and just, <laughs> it just sucks it right up. Like, what the fuck? Oh. Shit like this. So I was on Makati today, right? And I was like, after a few trulies, I was like, let me see if I can Google dildos on Makati. So you can't get dildos on Makati, but you can get nipple, um, nipple uh, thingies, nipple clips. Nipple rings? Nipple clamps? Yeah, hold on. Right there. So pink nipple clip. I probably can't see it. It says uh, pink nipple clamps with hots and a gift box. $15 on Makati. I think they're brand new, though. They're from like some like jewelry lady. I don't think you want to use, so it's probably a good thing. That's like uh, a good friend of the show. Uh, Don Zola, my mother's number one favorite uh, North Shore comedian. Uh, he was he was one of the guys that my uh, the comedy comedian guys when I was running for uh, Congress, yeah, Congress from City Council. He does a joke about a uh, yard sale dildo. The joke basically, I'm going to paraphrase it, is basically he go he's in a fight with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend goes, "Do you know that Rolex I got you? I got it at the yard sale." So like trying to insult him like she didn't pay full price. And then he goes around and says, remember that dildo I got you? Yard sale. 
Yeah. Well, I remember I, I wanted to write a song about that. Yes. Remember that was going to be yeah. my next hit. It, it's, it was hard. I'm one hit wonder, you know? Literally hard. But right. I just found out what happens when you use the penis pump. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Once erect, place the construction ring around the base of the penis. This helps maintain the erection by keeping blood inside the penis. Oh, God. That sounds fucking painful. That sounds horrible. You're going to basically suffocate your dick temporarily mm-hmm. to keep the blood there. That's... <laughs> oh, God. God, once you get failing... I mean, who do we know who's old and it? Maybe we can get Eric to use one and see if he can tell us, like, a, a you know, play-by-play how to do this. But the thing is, I can understand this existing before Viagra. Yeah. But, like, unless you're allergic to it, I guess. But, like, other than that, like, why... The penis pump, you would think, would have got extinct by now. You would think so. A blue Chew, I guess, is a new one. They talk about that a lot in this radio show I listen to. I guess it's like a knockoff Viagra, but it, it's like, it's cheaper. Yeah. Did we take a Viagra? The fun, I've, take, I've taken it before, yeah. I've, I've taken, taken it before. Well, I'll tell you a story. I took a half a Cialis once. That was enough to get me going for the night. Uh, good friend of the show, Mikey Monaco, who we've both seen ass, um, he took a Viagra when he was in high school and had an erection for like a day and a half. He had a call out of school. Was, I remember him just laying in the bed with a sheet over him. And he's like, I, I go, I can't get the dick to go down. And his mother's like, did you jerk off? He's like, I've been jerking off all morning. Nothing's happening. Well, I think I told you this story. I, I've taken it because I had like self-inflicted ED for a period of time. Like yeah. there was one time where I, like I was with my girlfriend and like he just wasn't working. I don't know. Yeah. I just, it freaked me out because that just... It happens, but if it freaked me out and I thought something was wrong and it was just like, it, it was just like that day. I don't know. There's something, it, it just hit me hard. So yeah. I went to my doctor. I'm like, Hey doc, like something didn't happen down there. He's like, here, take like, take these one a day, every day, every time you have sex, have sex, you know, take one of these for like the next four times and you're probably, and you're fine. Yeah. He's like, it's just in your head. Once it gets in your head that there's something not right down there, you're fucked. To get a motel six with some other people, right? <laughs> something that your mind's not working right. Like you think something's wrong with you, but you're just getting in your own head. You're fine, you know. There was a girl that I used to fool around with back in the day, and she had dumped her boyfriend because her boyfriend couldn't get it up, um, because he would eat Burger King like three times a day. So like that fast food shit kind of affects it. Oh so, yeah. So I took off where he left off, you know. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Sometimes. That was Early college, Adi. That was that circa 2004-ish. And I was a cocksmith. Now I'm just old. But there are web, but there are websites where you can actually buy that shit online without a prescription overseas. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. All right, looks like I guess in the room. Let's bring them in. So we can join this penis, hot yeah. penis talk. Penis pumps and... Penis pumps and more. Alex, can you hear us? Yo, yes, I can. You tuned in. Alex, Jim Papa, that's how you pronounce your last name, correct? It is. Well done, and, sir. And I, I know that because I, uh, I speak fluent Italian. And I tell yourself. <laughs> Actually, I know it because I was listening to your, uh, the uh, album you have on, on uh, Bandcamp, and they pronounced you, your last name several times. So I, yes, I yes. I they, they, <laughs> they did it right, and I very much appreciate that, like on my own album, but. I appreciate you more for listening to it and getting it right. I've been yeah, many, many times. It was, I was, I was going to say Gia, Gia Papa or Gia Papa <laughs> or something of that nature because, you know, the Italian names are very, very interesting. 
Didn't yeah, know. with the Italian names, it's the thought that counts. Exactly. You know what I mean? You just get in there, you do your best, and we're very happy about it. So, exactly. what are, you, are you Italian? I am. Well, a quarter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just a good half. Right? I'm Italian Sicilian. So. Oh, very nice. My grandfather's Sicilian. But unfortunately, I'm also part French Canadian, too. So, I think that's where I got the Jewish look. Everyone <laughs> always thinks I'm Jewish. I'm not. Not at all. There's, there's a lot of overlap with the Italians and Jews. It's interesting. Yeah. A lot of hand talking, uh, nose stuff. You know how it goes. That's true. Well, I, get the, I get it right there. That's, uh, a lot of schnoz. Yeah. Got to file well, that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't help, it doesn't help that the Jews and the uh, Italians have big schnozzes typically. So, I mean, you just got the jumble. You know. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone out there is into nasal. Yeah. I've had I've had long weekends where I thought I was Jewish. Just walking around like, maybe. <laughs> just go to Long Island in the summer. That's all. That's an Italian Jewish girl. That's there everywhere. It's like, look, watch it. It's like Goodfellas. <laughs> so, Alex, where you, where are you from? You from you from Boston, right? Or are you from New England area? Yeah, well, I'm from Burlington, Mass. Originally. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, I'm from Stoneham. I live in Woburn now. Oh no, shit, man. Yeah, yeah. You guys are like a town over. You guys can probably yeah. wait for each other. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Don't drink the yeah. water in Woburn, though. How's the water in Burlington? Is it is it drinkable? Better than Uber, baby. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not even a. <laughs> yeah. The bar has been set real low. No, yeah, they I made mean, movies no. about it. <laughs> when there's a movie with John Travolta in there about how bad your water is, you know, that's probably <laughs> bad water. Yeah. I, know. I didn't say I was from here. I said I live here. Yeah, and it's also, Stoneham it's, is a lot better. It's the only movie that's ever been made about Woburn. You know what I mean? True, yeah. No one makes any movies about all the other good things about Woburn. Is, no, awesome. but my hometown, they made movies about Nancy Kerrigan. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, man. Yeah, so, my so, my hometown, they made a great movie about Revere. It was a Next Stop Wonderland. It was a piece of shit movie about a train <laughs> station. It's terrible. Absolutely. Yeah, I know several bad Boston movies. Though we have a we have a good amount of uh, very good ones actually. No, you movie. got Mall Cop. <laughs> yeah. I forgot Paul Blart. Burlington has Paul Blart Mall Cop. That was our mall. And how mad are you that they even they made the mall take place in New Jersey? It wasn't even Burlington. It was like a New yeah. Jersey mall. That's just this is how we grew up, man. This is yeah. how we grew up. Teenagers avoiding creeps at the mall. That was right. how we got down. That, that movie was actually funny because they, they filmed most of it in Burlington, but they filmed a lot of it down in the South Shore Plaza, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my sister was an extra. She was working at the mall at the time, so she was an extra because they needed to film after hours. So they would pay the people, like, I don't know, it was like 50 or 75 bucks just to stay at their stores to make them look open. Oh, sure. So, so you just got paid, and every once in a while, you see them, like, scoot by, and then a camera would scoot by, and we'd do that like, <laughs> six hours to make, make a few bucks. You know, it was nice and easy money. Yeah, but, not uh, bad at all. Yeah, yeah I, worked at a, I worked at a couple stores in the mall because you grow up next to one. And if you need a job, your parents just tell you like, all right, exactly. go walk to the mall. Exactly. <laughs> go walk around and you fill shit out until something happens. I worked at FYE. I worked on Black Friday. This was like right 2014. This is right as DVDs go out of style. Yeah. So like they told us straight up at one point, they go, just when people start stealing shit, just don't worry about it. They go, they're going to steal. We're not worried about the overhead. We're selling enough of these things. They're worthless. Yeah. Just go ahead and let them go. Oh, that's nice. nice. Yeah, because I, I worked at the mall, too. I was up at Square One Mall for years. I was up there for yep. like 12 years. Yep. And I worked at a sneaker store, and they, they said the same thing. They think they're like, if someone's stealing something, try to stop them. But if they, they leave, just don't chase them. <laughs> probably, probably die. Yeah, you're Funny not story. allowed to. Funny story about stealing. That FYE, I, I believe that used to be a Sam Goody back yeah, in the day, right? Yep. I remember uh, me and my friends were hanging out at the mall there and my friend stole uh, Nirvana, Muddy Banks of the Wish God cassette. And <laughs> wow. 
and we, and we thought we got away with it and we're sitting at the food court and all of a sudden this guy sits next to us at a table who you could see from the shirt that underneath he was wearing it said sam goody right there <laughs> but he was pretending to be a normal person he was like hey man i saw you steal that cassette back there that was really cool so uh did you steal it right <laughs> and he was like trying to be like his our friend like we knew him right it didn't work at all what's the strategy what, what it was you... it didn't work but hey yeah. bro are you a feller are you a fellow stealer I love to steal too. We should steal together something. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Back then they would let it happen and you would get a slap on the wrist, call your parents. Today, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, excuse me, Bob from Sam Goody. I'm like, yes. If I, did, that, did that Sam Goody have a Suncoast video attached to it too? Like the one no, in the No, um, Was There was one like down one of the court. I think they're Johnny Rockets. There was one kind of yeah. around there in Burlington. Mall. The Suncoast video was the greatest because in the back they had the adult section. Remember that, that, that one? Like oh, yeah. elf of like girls gone wild type movies and stuff like that. Oh sure, like, oh sure. Cause I, I'll hold you. Up. We're like we're in our we're in our mid thirties, so we remember where you couldn't really access porn on the internet, so you had to actually yeah. buy it. I'm twenty. I'm twenty nine. So actually, oh. immediately when I turned twelve, LimeWire became available. <laughs> there you so go. The timing was incredible. I never had to fuck around. I'm very. Uh, fortunate. You're very lucky. Sense. However, I do remember those sections at the video store. Yeah. I never knew what they were you know <laughs> like you'd walk to the back and you'd kind of figure it's sneak in there yeah yeah when um remember strawberries i remember when they went out of business they had like this giant porn sale i don't even i don't even i didn't own a lot of porn until this moment because they marked everything fucking down and i could buy it i just walked in there and bought like a shit ton of porn for practically nothing and then i got home and watched them all and then they were all horrible and i'm like what do i do with all this now yeah, dude. I mean, there was a point where it still had value, just even as like a collector's item. Yeah. I remember I was at, uh, you guys ever go to New Hampshire for the sale and flea market? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, classic. <laughs> yeah. So I'm there and it's like, it's like 2009 or something. And there was a guy out front. We used to go because you could get a bong for like really cheap. You know, a dude selling a bong for a hundred bucks. You, you do the, I'll give you 80. Then you're fake walking out and he stops you and you get it for like, 90 you know yeah yeah the play the game like you're buying a car yeah exactly exactly. <laughs> exactly exactly and so uh but there's a guy out front and he's just he's just barking he's just yelling to people and he's going he's going i got pov tit fuck i got hand <laughs> job, I got blow job he goes i got lady boy this is far enough back that he's still saying lady boy lady so i got lady boy and a dude approached him and was like holy shit it was like lady boy it was it was it was unbelievable because he was literally like screaming shit out and for those there was a there was a decent pack of people that still were not really using the internet consistently or didn't yeah. understand how to and yeah. these people were like what you're just throwing this porn away are you fucking crazy I'll take that <laughs> there used to be a lot of desperation for porn before the internet like I remember like yeah. I I figured out that next to I used to hang out at coconuts right and then there was a West Coast video right next to it. Yep. And I I found out that the people that worked at West Coast Video were throwing away movies in the trash that they wanted, and then someone would go pick up the trash later. <laughs> and I discovered this, and I took one of the bags, and most of it was all porn. I was, no, like, the most popular kid in school for, like, a week because oh, I had, like, all sure. these porns. But, <laughs> oh, for I'm, sure. What am I good? I, great, I downloaded porn to my iPod video, and I was the most popular kid in school for like a week. <laughs> Nice. What, 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 what are my buddies yeah. working video craze in Revere? And we used to go visit them on Sundays. 
So he would, we were like 16 years old. So we'd go into the porn section. He would let us in. So as, <laughs> while we're in there, I would have this like Swiss Army knife with like a knife and I'd stab the side of the DVDs to pop off the little secure thing. And I'd just steal the DVD, put it in my pocket. And I would do like five or six porn DVDs, right? And then when I leave, they had the little alarm system. I would put them on my sleeve and I'd go, see you later. Over the weekend, <laughs> and then walk right through. And then we, I, one day he comes to my house. And I had a, my whole bottom drawer in my, my, my child room home was full of these DVDs. And I had like time stamps of my favorite scenes on there. So I could fast forward through these DVDs. My buddy's like, where'd you get all those DVDs? I'm like, and I started panicking. I'm like, uh, I bought them off someone from school. He's like, dude, we're missing all these at video craze. It's going to put us out of business. <laughs> That's actually really smart. What happened? Great. And I was like, but I was a hoarder because people would all offer me money for it. And it was like, I had gold and I was like, ah, I don't know if I could pot with that one. Well, dude, that's the thing. This isn't even a reality to me because if you gave that disc away, you would never be able to watch that again. It would never. just have to be in the spank bank, basically. Yeah. Which really isn't, you know, isn't reliable in many cases. I, I, do, I do feel like it's one thing to buy porn. It's another thing to rent porn. Why would you yeah. rent porn? You know what the person who was, what they were doing before they dropped it off at the video store. I don't want to touch that. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. And they didn't rewind. You know what I mean? No. Seven <laughs> minutes in and just, what happened. It's, it's like, yeah. oh, he blows his load. I blow mine. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they, they probably rented it for 10 bucks, but how much, how many minutes did they actually watch it for? You know what I mean? It was probably oh. like, you know, a couple minutes still fast forwarding <laughs> through it. And, and they're like, oh, maybe I'll get it tomorrow. You know? Yeah, barely get the money's worth. Barely. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, how accessible it was and how it wasn't i remember like remember that when we were kids if you found one like a magazine in like the woods somewhere right it was like gold it was like yeah, finding it was right? porn it was. yeah it's like, it had some elmer's glue attached to it yeah <laughs> and you're like how why would someone just leave this in the woods it's <laughs> very peculiar to me you know i know and you need friends it was a community have, thing sorry no i thought about that and i've actually made sense of it because like Back then, before the internet, if someone got a hold of a porno magazine that they stole from like their brother or a store, where could they gather with their friends to see it? Woods. There's no yeah. other place. That's what you I know? mean. And you'd leave it there, and you can go back and check it out. Yeah. Don't leave yeah. the pages too sticky, but you know, do your thing. You big guy. I left treasure. This, I, yeah, my treasure. I left this in a box next to where we light fires all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then so one day you go there, and it's gone. Like someone stole my treasure. I know that's the thing. There's okay, definitely one scummy kid who would have stolen it from everybody. Yeah, I don't doubt. I don't trust people. Kids these days don't know that the the the, tra the traumatic experience we had to go through to, to salvage such things. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, like, I know. Well, I remember the uh, times where we had the. Um, this is probably you probably you may remember this when uh, before we had the big Comcast boxes. You would just have these regular cable boxes, but people would have the scrambler box, which was like the pancake box that. Oh would, yeah. Unscramble oh, yeah. all the channels, like the HBOs yep. and stuff like this. And then you had the Spice channel. And yep. like, Ooh, oh, Spice. I recall. You'd go to one of your friend's house. It'd be like in the basement TV downstairs. And you're like, you know, yep. you're sitting there. Meanwhile, I'm at my house in my bedroom. And, I, and I'm looking at them, scrambled. And you're like, I think I see a nibble. Like, yeah, exactly. Scrambled? You're thinking you can see sex going on. You yeah. can definitely hear it. Yeah. You can definitely hear it. And you try. It, it was a really a trippy way to experience sex for the first couple of times. It, it was, it, I remember one of the first times I smoked weed, we, we turned on like the porn scramble nice. channel. And I was like, is this the porn? Is it the yeah. quality or is it the weed? I don't understand. 
my uh, my friend's dad had like but after the box there was the chip that you could put in your cable box mm. and he had the mm. chip and I remember we all used to sleep all over his house and like we actually like watched some of these and there was a show we used to watch in late night Cinemax called Emmanuel in Space yeah. and it was about this chick really hot chick right who goes yeah. planet to planet to discover new species all of which look human by the way and fuck them and she yes that's the story. <laughs> Great. Amazing. Like how many seasons? Was it 17 seasons long? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. amazing. That's no, incredible. Imagine, I, never, I didn't realize that porn would be serial like that. Like they would have like a series that goes on and like there's continuous plot and so forth. But kind of find a photo. It's funny because like when you're like 12 or 13 and you're like looking at scramble porn with a bunch of your buddies, it's totally cool. But if you were 33 in a room looking at porn with a bunch of your buddies, people just think you guys are uh, – <laughs> Have something going on, you know what I mean? I know. I know. More erotic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you the, uh, the meaning of love. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Is I that love the, the show? I'm going to Google that. I want to look at some throwback. You know, it's, dude, it's fucking hilarious. It's, by today's standards, it's really tame. It's, it's like not even triple X. It's just like, it's just hilarious though. Well, do you guys know, and uh, this is oddly enough, not the first time I've brought this up on a podcast. I was on uh, Anthony Cumia's show like a year ago and we were mentioning just sort of like the weirdest porn we had seen. And just in relation to this alien porn, uh, do you guys know of the, the ET porn that has been, it's been posted on Reddit a few times. Oh. Oh, There's a person oh. in an ET outfit having sex with a man. Oh, that's awesome. or a man having sex with an ET. Uh, I don't know if that's up. awesome or odd. I, I guess it's just it's, it's holy shit! <laughs> Did you find it? Already, I'm sending this to you later. <laughs> oh, dude, it's real, and it's not even like a humanoid. Oh, sending it to you now. Oh, Most wow. aliens you see have have like a human body and maybe like a snake, you know, some shit like that. But this is just insane. It's like there's puppets too. What the fuck is this shit? Oh. Yeah, dude, and they uh, on on Kumia they played the whole thing. I was like, I didn't mean to bring this up. I'm sorry. It was just. <laughs> Do you remember the episode you were on? Because I subscribed to the uh, compound. I want to be on there. I was on with uh, Pat Oates. I'll send you the date too. It's on my yeah. Instagram. Let me scroll back. It's like it's like January. It's like right before COVID. Okay, I have to go into yeah, the because we've actually had uh, several people who have been on this show have been on his show actually. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, we had Sarah Rusi. We had uh, Will Noonan. We oh, had sure. uh, oh god, we can go. I mean, we've been doing this show since at one side and another since two thousand three. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of these big time Boston comedians that made it, you know, spend time on this fucking shitty podcast of us. And then deny it later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and deny it later. And I, try to, <laughs> I try to reap their benefits. Like, oh, he was on this show before he was famous. Check oh, him out. <laughs> everyone's got to do that. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Every single person, like, if you make it, you got to understand every single person you ever knew is going to be like, I knew. Yeah, like I, I believe in them. Even if they were like my friends that are the biggest pieces of shit and have been the entire time. Oh yeah. Like, why are you going to comedy like every night for the last decade? Yeah. Or now, like, dude, I always believed in you, man. No, you didn't. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. How many open nights that mics that I go to over the last like five, six years? I was by myself, and I'm like, hey, you guys want to go see a showman? I did. Yeah. I gotta say, I did have a crowd. Uh, I did do a show at uh, Improv, uh, Boston. Yeah. And uh, it was it was during like a showcase for like I was taking classes with like uh, yeah. uh, the hell was friggin Dana uh, you know yeah. uh, over there, um, and uh, 
the showcase was actually good. It was like, so I, I was like, oh, yeah, I had yeah. a really good film of it. So I'm like, I'm just used as my demo role because I fucking killed at this show. Oh, dude, that's the best because they fill the room up. It's everyone that's yeah. been practicing stand up for the last couple of weeks and so forth. So, yeah. like, those shows are always great. Yeah. I do not spot the, on those sometimes. Not the open mic I did on a Monday in uh, Somerville when there was like two oh. people there and a bunch of drunks at the bar. That was always a difficult time, you know, to get some yeah. quality laughs. The open mic hurts. The Ooh. open mic hurts. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend, like, uh, she she loves stand-up, and she saw me at a couple shows uh, when we first started dating. And then she ended up going to an open mic to, like, watch it, and I was yeah. like, no, 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 that's not the same thing. That's yeah. not the same thing. It's, in fact, often the opposite thing. Terrible, it's, yeah. It's it's excruciating, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I did it for years, and you go up, you know, you're like 63rd on the list. And yeah, I remember I've done, I've done several sets, more than several. I've done probably dozens of sets where literally no one is looking at me. Oh, yeah. Not only like no one laughing, like, why am I doing this? I'm doing this into the void. There's like, yeah. like the game is on. People are looking at that. There's, there's nothing. You feel like it's a mental illness, basically. Yeah. If you were outside, they would come arrest you. I've, so I used to run a few shows back in the day. And I remember being at like, we did one at, um, we did one at the Boston Beer, Boston Beer Works up in Lowell. And we're doing yeah. two shows. We're doing one in Lowell and we're doing one in, um, in Boston. And yeah. I would host a show and, the, you know, you just have the comics there that would be there for the show. But then it would be like the Celtics game on and the TV next to it. And it's like, yeah, it's like, it's tough. Yeah. And I always be like, can I just get a room? I just need to like, give me a room that holds 10 people. I'd rather have 10 people in my own room than, you know, everyone sitting here and not know what the fuck's going on because you really yeah. taking away from it. It's not helping anyone because the open mics, face it it's it's practice right you use it to sure. work on material and shit like this you're not trying to perform fucking to large crowds yeah but like they just i don't a lot of people don't understand the concept and the, how it, you know how it breaks down and you know what i mean it's very yeah, no, not at all and it's like you know people at uh if people at the bar want to watch the celtics let them watch the fucking celtics you yeah. know what I mean? this is my biggest thing is like you don't need to take this hostage audience i've, I've <laughs> done it plenty of times but like you know let people know we're doing comedy over here yeah. and uh, try to match it up on a night that isn't like a playoff game. Right. Exactly. Done plenty of shows during a playoff game where the comics, right. And I want the TV off obviously, but the comics will go up and be like, can we turn that off? Like, yeah. no, this is all these people have. Your dream is unimportant to them. So, you know, I used, to, I used to host a show at the bar I work right at Margarita's and Rivera and we do yeah. like comedy once a month and it would be like a Thursday in the lounge. So people yeah. who are staying at the hotel, we're just coming down for dinner. Had like a surprise attack comedy show. All of a sudden, they'd be sitting there eating dinner. And be like, What's up, everyone? Welcome to a comedy here. They're like, like a comedy show. And yeah. you see the awkward looks on people's faces. And like, it was oh, my God. Unsensitive. And we just kind of let it go. And I would tell the people, I'm like, hey, listen. I'm like, it's like, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to tell any jokes, but just use your best judgment. Work the crowd. If you see a bunch of old people there, don't do like, you know, fucking death jokes or, you know, like big black dildo yeah. jokes. I'm like, they probably don't, they probably don't want that. You know, Why not do it right. Yeah. There's, there's a certain point where like you could have a, uh, if it's a comedy show, right. You can, you can jab people a little bit. Yeah. More. They're there. They're there to, you know, they're, you they're not going to be worried about you talking shit, but in these situations, I remember yeah. there was a hostage audience one time, uh, full of pasta <laughs> oh yeah straight up what it is i'll always call it that and uh some comic i knew called a bunch of old people the graveyard oh, <laughs> which was which is hilarious in a club setting but they like did not like it i i i really want people to consider that you might ruin someone's night yeah oh <laughs> you're up like yes too much 
<laughs> the best was we got a review on like Yelp and said we were staying at the hotel before we went on a vacation to St. Martin and we went downstairs to the Mexican restaurant to enjoy dinner and we were <laughs> surprised by a very vulgar comedy show that took place <laughs> the last two and a half hours <laughs> that we did not find funny or entertaining whatsoever. And I'm like, it's so all right. Yeah. I hope I got more to team up with these people. And we're like, yeah, it sounds, sounds exactly how it should be described. A non-funny yeah. bunch of... I mean, guys. dude, those are the ones you frame. You just got to <laughs> frame those ones. We used to... I used to make promo posters and put them around the restaurant. So we'd have all the comics' faces on it. So we we have like 10, you know, would come up. And at the end of the night, we would have them sign them all and stuff like this. I'm like, this will be worth money someday. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, eBay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, got his, I got a signature back in the day before he was famous. <laughs> I know. I mean, dude, I've signed shit before and I'm like, what is, what is this for? Yeah, obviously it's, if you know, it works out, but like, it, it more feels like you're trying to forge my signature at this point. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I have plenty of ex-girlfriends that forged my signature over the years. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> just sign it right there. Sounds good. I know. I know. I just draw a penis. I need to stop doing that. It's too easy to replicate. <laughs> Can I can I just say not to backtrack a little bit here, but I I can't resist. So I after go thumbing through some of this ET porn, back to that. Um, I am watching I am watching ET take his phone home finger and stick it in a woman's vagina. It's hilarious. It, it's amazing. It, <laughs> it's amazing. I tell okay. people about this, and again, like it's a lot. So so is ET a girl or a guy? Because you just sent me one. And it looks like a dude is fucking ET. Well, that's at the yeah. end, it looks like. No, he, yeah. he's with a chick earlier. I think he's a spaceman, and then he's fucking a chick, right? Yeah, you got to skip through it a little bit, Artie. Okay. It's, it's a love story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot goes on. It's funny, when you scroll down, you get the, they get the Grinch. Yeah, there's a bunch like, of them. Uh-huh. There's the fucking <laughs> Grinch. There's this, like, dead girl one. There's, like, Krampus. There's, like, Spongebob. This is a Star Wars par- uh, parody. I, I see. Yeah, the red, the red chick, and then there's like yeah. the the body burglar. It's like a dead chick. There's a SpongeBob one. If you're really into, <laughs> there's a guy dressed as SpongeBob, which is very. Yeah, uh, this one's like so really warm through like the. You gotta be like difficult to move around it. Who's enjoying this? Like you I have it's to, hilarious. You, not, not, I don't enjoy it in that way. I think it's just funny. No, but, but there's people are you if to, for you to enjoy this in a sexual manner, you would have to exhaust every single avenue of, of, yeah. of stimulation and this is what you're down to this is what you're left with watching spongebob have sex with et yeah you know i always like to say there's a fetish for everything there's like there's a minimum 700 people that are into all of those videos individually they have like there's thousands of people that want spongebob on their dick now hundreds of thousands of views someone's watching it you know what oh, I mean? yeah you know what I mean? plenty of people are hey i mean we're fucking watching it right exactly <laughs> So funny about you talking about the Anthony Cumia show. So uh, I I started getting into uh, in uh, in hot water, which comes on before. Yes, uh, yeah, with uh, Aaron uh, Berg. Aaron Berg, yeah. Aaron yeah. Berg is a, a hell of a comedian. I'll tell you that much. I, I was living in New York and I did uh, a couple of shows with him uh, where yeah. he'd show up, and the three comics after him always had a tough time. Mm. He's a monster. I can't wait to like comedy clubs get open to the right when these guys go on tour to check these guys out because they're very very funny. Oh yeah! Oh yeah, dude. He was doing a joke. You were doing this thing on um, how in New York City now that's become pretty much an abandoned city that uh, homeless people just decide to have sex in the subway systems huh. all the time. So him and his daughter were walking down to like the train the other day, and he was telling a story about how like this homeless guy was just jerking off on the train, 
and like didn't think much of it and people just walked by and like the, and, like, the, the police the we call it the um transit police aren't doing anything they're just like yeah out of here you know what i mean like what the hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. but this is this homeless bunch of homeless guys just having sex in the subway this is a regular thing to do i guess in new york subway systems i guess so christ I'm a, yeah, I'm, i mean you see some shit on subways it was always too crowded yeah for like anything to happen but no I mean, at this point, it's just yeah lunacy man so, i saw a guy i've seen a guy like smoke a butt on a closed subway car awesome. that was some of the craziest shit he just lit it up, and he was fishbowling the fucking thing. And, <laughs> the fuck, huh? <laughs> well, dude, there are people, like, eventually, you know, people start going, like, sir, mm-hmm. sir, sir, excuse me, sir. But by the time I don't care. a guy got on, the dude's butt was finished. He was done. <laughs> he was just <laughs> laughing at everyone. He was like, you have nothing to take from me. <laughs> How long did you live in New York for? I moved there September of uh, 2019. Okay. And then I was, I was having an awesome time there, man, and then March 10th, I was, I was sitting on a subway car and this is more gross than a guy smoking a butt. Uh, I was actually listening to a podcast like about COVID. It was that point. Everyone's trying to figure out, is this a legitimate thing? What's going on? And I watch a man on a very crowded car, by the way, sneeze and liquid shoots out of his face. Oh God. I see it happen. I watch it happen. And I walked back to my place. I was living with my uncle, so I wasn't on a lease or anything. Yeah. I grabbed all the shit I could carry. I got on a bus and I came back to Boston. And oh. I that's- God, that's a yeah. story, huh? So I mean, that sucks too because you were starting to get the rhythm, huh? Going to oh doing? yeah, I got. I was starting to work uh, a couple of clubs. You know, you work basically like Monday, Tuesday nights, and then they they work into the weekends after that. Yeah, uh, I was getting some road work, which was nice. Wow. But yeah. honestly, man, yeah, yeah, it was it was right when it was taken off for me. But I will say, I know a lot of guys who were further along into it than me, mm-hmm. who had mortgages or a family to pay yeah. for with stand up. So I'm I'm fortunate that I was able to kind of pivot to doing more digital stuff. Yeah. Right when it happened, I started doing my show, The Actual News, uh, and I mean that's been, you know, I consider myself lucky. Obviously, like overall, it sucks. This is a, a skill that we've devoted, you know, so much of our lives to, uh, and suddenly it's not useless, but but close. Yeah. So tough. you know, it's one of those things where I'm I'm unlucky, but lucky in a sense, you know. So. So how did you get on the Kumia show? Did you know someone one of the other persons you went on with, or? Yeah, I know a couple of guys that go on there, so okay. I know Will Noonan pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and then Pat Oates goes Pat Oates. on there a good amount as well. Yeah. Uh, and they're both like really good, fast riffers. Uh, Pat, yeah, come on, come on, join us on the Kumia show because Anthony's kind of guy. Just let it, you know. He's he likes bringing new people on stuff, you know. Yeah, especially Boston. So yeah. you know, basically, uh, I went on with Pat. Pat had seen me. I mean, we've known each other for years, but he'd seen me like in situations where you kind of have to riff quickly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was like, "Oh, you'd be good for this." So he put my name in with like a booker over there. They worked me in. Oh, cool. I don't really know beyond that, but it was like, it was a really cool experience. And, and you're, you're sitting with a guy who, you know, has Legend. built up uh, a lot of history and, and Dave Landau is also uh, super funny too. Oh, Landau's hilarious. I didn't know him until I started watching. I, I subscribed to the compound years ago when he first started, like in 2015. Yeah. And then yeah. I had kind of drifted away a little bit and I tuned in when he was doing with Adi Lang a little bit and then it kind of drifted yeah, yeah. Out a little bit. And then I just started recently, like watching like last few months, and I resubscribed, and I was like, "Oh, fuck, Dave Landau's hilarious!" I'm like, "What's this oh, guy? dude, he's good, he's oh, quick." Yeah, I met him at a comedy festival. It was the first year they did it. 
um, the uh, Motor City Comedy Festival, which is Detroit, which is where Landau's from originally. Yeah. And I saw a show that was uh, Landau and uh, Sam Talent opened yeah. for him. And Sam Talent, I don't know if you guys have heard of him, like one of the most underrated comedians of all time. He's also got a great book you can check out. But he's like a road guy who's not get, you know, he's not on these late night TV shows, but like right. a killer through and through. And the show that was him and Landau was one of the best stand-up shows I've ever seen. And really? I've seen you know, everybody, but really, really talented dude. Awesome. So it was yeah. cool to be on it, man. So, so you do act the actual news. So is this yeah. a uh, podcast, a video cast? I, I didn't, I forgive me for yeah, not doing my homework, but. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's, it's a basically everything. No one, yeah. everyone asks me like, so what is it? And it's, it's basically just a thing we're doing. Okay. And we have it in the form of uh, uh, weekly videos, right? Okay. And the format is basically like the daily show or last okay. week tonight. Well, we make fun of Democrats too, right? Because we're not on like a major network. Yeah. We're actually very fortunate that we can just say whatever you want, what, what everyone wants to say. Right. So, exactly. so we kind of work from that point of view. It's me and Liam McGurk, who's a, another very funny uh, Boston comedian. Okay. And like, you know, we do a, we do a weekly show and the videos are really taking off. Like there's people from corners of the internet that I don't even really know that are that are joining in on the group and subscribing to it so like cool man yeah it's cool it goes out to just the the fringes out there so uh right now i'm trying to steer the ship properly but it, it's taking off really really fast so i'm excited That's and good. then we have the weekly video and then attached to the video we have a podcast and for a dollar you can join the patreon you get the podcast and then all the past videos we did as well so <laughs> we're trying to build up a base of people who yeah you know, want this kind of content. I'm trying to make it accessible, not throw it behind a giant paywall. Yeah, but if you throw a dollar in, then we can grow it up that way. And yeah. so, yeah, that's that's pretty much where it started and it's it's really going right now. So we're excited about it. I seen coming, I seen so many clips on Instagram and I was like, ah, oh, it's interesting. Because some reason yeah. we were following each other for Instagram. So the reason we were doing it for the show is it's tough to go out there and get people to do the show nowadays because it's yeah. obviously not out there. We, we used to hang out at bars. We'd go to comedy clubs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, we would do the show together and then go someplace and we do like remote shows and we make connections and stuff. But it's like, yeah, we're hitting a drought. So I'm like, let's just go through Instagram and see if there's anyone funny. So we seen you. That's why I contacted you. And I see awesome. a couple of the clips you did and I was like, Oh, it's cool. I'm going to get this guy on there. See if he wants to come and, you know, chit chat with us for a little bit. Yeah. And, course, uh, yeah. So it, it, we, we, I found the clips very entertaining. Thank you. Um, how we, so how will we find this? How do you get to your Patreon to get this information? Or the yeah, link? yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, a couple of different ways we set up. I think the smartest thing is to just send people to the website. Okay. Uh, theactualnews.org has the latest video up. It has links to everything we're doing. Uh, you can go to YouTube and just type in the actual news, right? We have a channel there, so simple enough. And then you can go to patreon.com slash theactualnews. And that's how you get the podcast and a bunch of additional stuff. One thing I'm setting up is called the uh, Discord Debate Club. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with Discord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a messaging app, basically. But we're setting up a server. And on there, I want to make it so that people can debate, right? You can debate about anything you want. People really like to fight on social yeah, media. Yeah, I was going to say, that could get dangerous. Yeah. Do you oh, really yeah. want to promote hate? Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so basically, we'll let you hate to a certain point or, you know, yeah. you – you can go crazy with it, but um, we're keeping it in the context of 
you're actually trying to debate the idea, right? Yeah, certain so, point, yeah, uh, that's going to take some monitoring. Yeah. Oh, big time. Animals. Big time. Yeah, yeah. But you let it grow. This is what I mean when I'm trying to steer the ship. Like, yeah. I'm making the show, and my friend was like, dude, this is, like, great. And I was like, yeah, if I quit today, the actual news would keep going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, it's, figure just, it out. Yeah. Keep it it's its own thing. So uh, it's at the point where I'm like, all right, we just got to do this the best we can. And yep. we got to keep the fans happy. Uh-oh. Shows used to be, and to a point, I, I, I don't want to, you know, shit on them or anything. There's a lot of restrictions you have to work with, so I get it. But like like John Stewart during like the, the Bush administration, right? There's an example of something that was really like genuine and it was also quality writing mm -hmm. and it was good comedy that people didn't mind listening to. Now you on some of these things and it a little bit feels more like school than it does something that's entertaining. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So I want to get it back to just being really funny, informing you second. First, it's funny. My philosophy. That's the thing. Those shows are made to be parody shows anyways, too. They weren't made to yeah. be like news. And like, it's, I don't know what, at what point yeah. that they decided, like, cause I didn't, I didn't, I don't really hundred percent like Colbert now, but I like when he did the show on comedy central. Like I thought that was very well, entertaining. They're and complete I, opposites. Yeah, and I don't 100% agree with John Stewart, but I enjoyed his show. I thought that was very entertaining, but it was a parody. It was a parody show on CNN and a parody show on Fox, and it was supposed to be for entertainment, and yeah. it wasn't supposed to be news. But I feel like nowadays, like, I'm not a big Trevor Nolan fan, and I think it's now becoming yeah. like a news show. And I'm like, well, no, you're on Comedy mm -hmm. Central. Yeah, there's, a, there's sort of a responsible tone to yeah. it, which doesn't really work for comedy, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that that restricts your ability to mess around. So the thing that was good about Stewart was he was funny enough, especially during that time, that even if you didn't disagree with him, which I still don't on plenty of stuff, yeah. it was still like, oh, but this is good enough. I'll stay yeah. with. And that's what news is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be veered in a direction that alienates anybody. It's literally yeah. just supposed to be what's going on. It should be like the news section from SNL. That was like the only funny part for a long time. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, to oh. a point, it still is. And so, there's nothing good about SNL anymore. <laughs> well, like, why do you, but like, why do you want to isolate your audience too, right? Because you have Republicans and Democrats both watching, right? So if you make fun of the news yeah. and you make fun of how stupid, you know, in general, the politicians are just sometimes just so yeah. stupid, both sides, right? Yeah. But that's but funny. Shows, yes. Yeah. Well, you're right. So because these show, these shows when they're on these networks, they fall victim to the same things that the news stations do right so we all know cnn and msnbc are super left and fox news is super right and that's just how they're built yep. but now it these you know these shows are owned by those same networks exactly. so trevor noah's show has the same advertisers that these left-wing uh, networks do mm -hmm. and therefore it acts as basically a, an arm of the democratic party right mm -hmm. and so you have this show where it's like hey Sure, make fun of Trump, but can you also point out that Joe Biden's brain doesn't work? Yeah. Can you say it? Yeah. Can, can you please point it out for yeah. us? Exactly. So uh, it, at this point, it was a matter of me kind of saying to myself, all right, I think people want this. Yep. And the second I put it out there, they have. And I think they continue will. 
I think they will continue to because we're just going to keep being honest and we're going to keep being funny. And that's how like George Collin was. Like he was like he was the type of guy that yes. basically was like you, you if you met the guy you didn't know if he was right or left, but he joked about he just joked about politics in general. He would just or general stuff in the world. And everyone could relate to it, and everyone thought he was funny. So you could be sitting with some crazy right-wing religious guy to the one, one side of the room and some crazy super liberal on the other side of the room, but they're all laughing because they all know it's just Wait, a fucking just joke. Say? Yeah. George Collin? Oh, George Collin. Collin, yeah. yeah. Oh, big time, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, so when you think about it, it's like, wow, why can't we do that anymore? Why is that gone? Yeah. Why, like, and then it isolates comics because then you go on, you go on Instagram or Twitter. You, you probably see it. You're friends of a lot of comedians and then you start going yeah. with these like really, really passionate directions on how they stand political. And, yeah. but you know, they're funny people and you know, they're cool to have a drink with, but it's like, yeah. but you, the, you, you're isolating your audience because you're like, well, like how am I supposed to sell you to someone? You know, if you just, if they're not into what you're into, you know what I mean? Like, just joke about yeah. everything. Make a broad statement. Be like, you know, politicians, politicians are idiots. Yeah. They're stupid. Yeah. They're stupid. This is why I'm smart. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and everyone can agree with it. I mean, you could go to some friigging hillbilly bar in Mississippi and someone yeah, would man. agree with you. You know what I mean? So, or hang yeah. out in Cambridge. It's either or. Yeah, man. It's extreme. Oh, dude, I used to, I would do sets in New York City during the week and then I would go on the road drive up into bumfuck Maine, you know, and I would do this instead. <laughs> and a lot of what I would do is say, hey, these politicians are all fucking idiots. Right. And at the end of the day, you know, there's little values that are different for whatever reason. But yeah. a lot more people agree than they think they do, right? Yeah. Take it beyond comedy. Why are you alienating people? Why are yeah. you doing that? All this, oh, cut these people out of your life. And, oh, I can't talk to these kinds of people. Yeah. If you support awesome. this, unfriend me now. Block me here ridiculous talk to each other about this you're on the same team yeah it's all of us versus 40 of them more than 40 but you exactly like i was like you know i was so we were me and adam were talking about this a couple weeks ago and we're like you know what you know i you know i lean one you know i voted for one person but it's not because i believe 100 percent thing they make like i tell dick jokes on the internet right so i'm not so i I enjoy in freedom of speech and i'm very liberal you know we like to have people come on and we like to talk about stuff like this but like i have all the other but but there's no political party that that tames this what we do here what there's no political party for the comedians right so like there's like this weird void where you have to either go one way or another and it's like it's tough because it's like i i don't really believe in 100 percent of them and i don't believe in 100 percent of that but i we but i think 80 percent of the people all believe in the same thing and like we're not yeah, represented but it's duty but you have to do yeah. it we're not right. represented it's like who we're gonna vote for like you know fucking you know if a comedian ran for president like a you know a middle of the road comedian that just like you know made everyone laugh like people would probably vote for it because it's like we all can relate to this one person you know what i mean it's like, yeah. like you want to hear something you want to hear something funny uh there's so there's signs of a declining civilization right there's just certain things that happen yeah and, it's over. some what's up <laughs> it's over <laughs> oh yeah yeah but there's historians and they're comparing the u.s i think it's either over or right now like a lot of stuff changes right yeah but it's, looking, it's, it's in decline so the a lot of historians will, they'll compare the ends of civilizations and one of the correlations that they have apparently I, i've just heard this is that comedians will win elections like <laughs> jesters will start getting the most respect there's yeah. a there's a country i want to say i want to say in the middle east somewhere but i believe it's around there anyway obviously in turmoil just super complicated situation there but a comic like a john stewart type satirist won an election wow 
that's just and hey i mean dude trump was a comedian in his own ways as well you yeah. know you watched him riff and fucking dude him shitting on jeb bush yeah amazing yeah amazing Great. you love to see it <laughs> i mean i ran just, for uh i ran for i ran for city council in rivera and like i was like I'm, I, I've said some vulgar things over the years, over the years. And um, right. I'm like, I'm surprised they haven't brought up any old episodes. Like, all they had to do is Google me. And they would have got some <laughs> where we had some stripper and, you know, or some porn star on. And we're talking about things she likes to do with toys. I'm like, this would decredit me real quick. But I think maybe it wouldn't, though. Maybe this would grab votes because people would be like, damn, this is like just a regular guy. Like, this guy, you know what I mean? Like, well, like, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, uh, you only get canceled if you, if you present yourself in a disingenuous way, I think. Yeah. You know, you present yourself as a nice guy. You turn out to be a dirty guy. But which is most politicians, you know, you know they all present themselves. And they, if I mean, and that was kind of the uh, the kind of the nice thing about Trump was because he was kind of like almost a genuine guy. Like everyone was like, "Well, this guy, he is what it is. He's he doesn't yeah. hide anything. You know, he's a jerk. Yeah, but he has You know, he was he was like, yeah, I, yeah. Of course, I didn't pay my taxes. I'm but smart. They're fucking scared. You're saying how he was a comedian in his own way, like, it, but like, yeah, because he like destroyed Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> Like, well, okay. say what you will about Trump. It doesn't matter. The guy's a complete piece of shit, but he destroyed her career. Oh, like, yeah. Elizabeth Warren just fucking wrecked her. Dude, he's, he's done it to several politicians in France. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> Imagine it's funny. if he was on stage and, like, say, like, at the, you know, and he, like, had hecklers. He would destroy them. He would, like, dismantle oh, yeah, them. Yeah, and he was just because he's cause that's the type of person like you know he's a reality star basic right yeah. well, he's delusional too I he's think delu- that delusional <laughs> nobody can get you you're just so in your own fucking world that like you can't bring them down and yeah. you can't win everything's yeah. the best he's a billionaire narcissist man he like you can't yeah. touch this guy you're gonna have the <laughs> best building ever it's gonna be the best building ever this building <laughs> be the best the best building ever. <laughs> it's like it's made with toothpicks, but it doesn't yeah. matter. It's great. It's made, made it's about the building ever. It's like that. So you know what I mean? You so, but hey, don't we love people who believe in their lies, right? I mean, because it's oh, yeah. like George Costanza said, it's not a lie if you believe it. You believe it is a lie. It's just funny. <laughs> That's what I've said to many ex-girlfriends in the past. Hey, it's not a lie. I believe it. All right, Alex, we're getting the end of the show. Uh, one last time, I want to give everyone your links and tell them how we can uh, find you on the interwebs. Yeah, absolutely. So you can check out just my accounts. I post all my stuff there. Uh, Alex Jam Papa, G-I-A-M as in Mary, P-A-P-A. I'm uh, Jam Daddy on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can find us at theactualnews.org. Uh, YouTube, The Actual News, or patreon.com slash news. Just type in The Actual News somewhere, you'll get it. The actual news. Sounds good, man. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. It was nice talking to you. Thank you, boys. This is fun. Yeah, man. Stay in touch and we'll we'll get you back on as soon as we can get uh, people in studios. Hopefully, sometime in the future. That'd be awesome. Sounds good to me, fellas. Have a good night. See you later, man. All right. Alex Jim Papa. He's a pretty funny guy. Nice guy. I liked him. He was really cool. Still there, Adam. Look at that. You still got the ring behind you like an angel. Angel of death. I don't know if we're still on Facebook because uh, he was cool. I liked him. He was a nice guy. Oh, we're still streaming. We're still streaming strong. I we had a look. Did you? Did I lose the connection with you at all during the show? No. No, I I, I bounced out for about thirty five seconds. My something was restarting in my fucking room. I I all of a sudden I heard some motor kick on. I thought like the generator was kicking on the house. Dude, there's some the ET porn is fucking hilarious. It is so fucking weird. And 
there's a bunch of other shit that's a little even stranger, like people pretending to be dead. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to go into the wormhole tonight. Yeah, I, I'm going down that too, and I'm a little nervous. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Adam, it's always a pleasure, as always. Uh, the whirlwind right. potato. Any new videos coming out soon? No, I'm just not motivated right now, man. I'm just not feeling it. How can we? Motivate? I'm still writing. What can we do to motivate you? I don't know. Sometimes I get, I, I snap out of it eventually. It's just sometimes I'm just like, eh. like I'm writing stuff, but like I just, I have, to, I just don't want to film it. I don't know why. I just don't want to. And you get that giant ring behind you. I do the giant Uber ring. The giant Uber ring. Yes. I like it. He hit. He, you notice Alex had half the green screen behind him too. He was like, yeah, yeah same thing. See. Which of you guys you had us do? Like, I gotta have, I gotta shoot like I'm filming here. I gotta get the half the green screen. I get the. See, like, no, I it's, have, it's just a better place for me to be. Actually, there's have, no plan behind this. I have a green screen. Yeah. This is not my wall. Sometimes I'll do the weather. I'll be like, I'll put a weather map on and I'll pretend to do the weather by myself when I'm lonely sitting in my room, not doing anything. So it's always fun. Aww. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. Isolationism is fucking killing me. And. Erica still hasn't picked up her trophy yet, you know, so it's still sitting here, you know. I should just give it to you to have for a little while, just to, you know. I know, because I didn't get to have it last. I'll take it for a little while. Maybe I'll bring it in so you can keep it for the weekend, you know. That'd be sweet. Yeah, bring it to work. I'll keep it for the weekend. Yeah, there you go. You can hold, I'll have you hold it until she, uh, we'll we'll talk to her, then we can make the transition. There you go. So you can have a, because I feel bad because there's so many people on there who haven't been able to touch it. I don't feel bad for her husband because she's on twice, but it's going to be in their house. But uh, for you and uh, Joey, you know, who are on this, you know. It's yeah, like, I should have it for the weekend so I can take a shot out of it. There you go. Maybe get a hooker or something like that. You know, throw it. Yeah. What do you call those things? What do you call the used condoms? You call them uh, oh, silver trout. Silver trout. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, sir. Well, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching out there. We appreciate your views. And uh, remember, iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, and all your uh, social media needs. Alex, Jim, Papa tonight. Check them out on the actual news. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Bye-bye.